something like 36. What? Something like 36? Would you boys? Oh, yeah, what is that anyway? Something like 36. Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? Going to class. Oh, my God. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? <laughs> In a row? Welcome to the new podcast. Welcome to the <laughs> All rights go to Kevin Smith and <laughs> yes. clerks and everyone and everything. <laughs> but <laughs> this is what we tried to do on the original episode that we did, the 37th episode. <laughs> and I got really confused there for a second when she said 36, and then she's like, I'm 37. <laughs> My girlfriend's like 37 dicks in a row. So. And then it goes on to try not to suck any dick on your way through the parking lot. Sorry, it's so great. I fucking love that. Movie. Clerks. I love. If you guys don't know, if you're not fans of that franchise or what, I guess it's is it a franchise now? Well, I don't know. Clerks three is coming out soon. Heck yeah. So, um, Kevin Smith sponsor us. <laughs> I feel like I said that Probably. when I in Probably. the original. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in a hot minute. And the fact that 99 of you have listened to that, that- god awful audio train wreck yeah it was and we don't know why that was so I don't, odd it was and i should have and i noticed it when we were recording because right now like it shows our our vocal bor- bores our vocal bores bores yep. bores going up and down but like it was like straight blue almost all the way across and so i don't know so we're gonna redo this whole episode for you guys so it doesn't sound like so an you atrocity. don't get a migraine yeah by the even, time you're halfway yeah. through or whatever i was like gonna... this that the one review that we got about horrible audio quality it's probably the only episode she listened to mm-hmm. and it was like girl same yeah so this is the redo of the case of doris ann carlson this was another nate episode um, Nate Dog. Nate Dog. Our ho- home skillet biscuit dog, homie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hopefully, I'm going to just put this out here now. I'm going to hopefully see if I can fix to where I can delete all of that audio and add this to it. And if I cannot, this is just going to be a redo episode. So you'll it'll be uh, 37 part two. Here you go. <laughs> it'll just be a redo episode. That way it's here and not awful to listen to. I don't really know how Anchor works with that. So um, so you'll have this episode just twice from us. One with better sound quality. Better sound quality. <laughs> Thanks to Shonda for finding this wonderful, wonderful freaking... Uh, what is it? Microphone. I'm fine. Um, I got a baby on my boob right now because that's how I do things. Truth. So, yeah. So if this goes back to... To where I can fix it to episode 37. Later in the future. <laughs> I've had a baby. Because this was released in January of... This is, I think, before you were pregnant. I think so. I or think it was... Knew, yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been... Because we've been at this for over a year. So now I may have been pregnant. I don't really know. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. She's not pregnant again. No. So. Not pregnant. Not <laughs> ever again. Just breastfeeding a baby, I found. Um... <laughs> He's cute. I was like, I'm going to keep that one. Oh, and then we... I know we're redoing... Never mind. It's fine. We're just redoing... I was going to bring up the Phil and the apparel... No, Ingrid Gnome Apparel. 
Oh, I mean, we can anyway. Yeah. Hey. We're going to be doing a collaboration with my brother's t-shirt company. Yes. And we'll go ahead and just throw his ad on, or his ad, his link on here too. Yeah. Um, We're going to have a special announcement and everything um, on... September 30th. It'll be September 28th because our episodes come out every Tuesday um, for the most part if we can have it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, If not... uh, but yeah, September 28th, which is also my brother's birthday, because of um, International Podcast Day on September 30th. Right. So if this ends up being a rewind episode, well, you guys are in for a treat 40-some yeah. episodes later. Yes. Um, if not, this will just be a redo. And, hi. and go check him out, Angry Gnome Apparel. Yes. Um, he's got just amazing t-shirts, great quality, and some of the cutest designs, and some little hoary. Uh, hori, uh, hori, <laughs> horror, gory, but not, hori. not all hori. Um, There's some, so many different things. Right. Just and like he takes design. I think they take design requests. I don't really know. Um, puts a little spin. Yeah, on it puts a little spin on different things. Lots of n- gnomies, yeah. which is freaking awesome. I but think it's all adorable. not. It's not all gnomes either. Not that even if it was, it wouldn't be. I mean, there, it's it's. Just phenomenal. Go check it out. The prices you cannot beat. Yeah. And we're not just saying that because we're related to it. Like, they're really like the the it's the design you're getting is the so quality much. Quality you're the, getting. Quality design. It's it's the bang for your buck, which is not per a lot of bucks. So bucks. go check, go them, check out. them out. Just Angry do it. Angry Gnome Apparel. Angry Gnome Apparel. I feel I like know, he is needs. Is it com or is it just Angry? Gnome I think Apparel? it's just Angry Gnome Apparel. I think if you just literally Google that. That comes up. Um, it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. Um, it may be on Shopify. I don't know oh. if that's how they do it. I don't. We'll check but it if, find yeah, just, and, yeah, just and, if you and, type that in, it's all gonna. And you're pop up. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Past and future listeners. Um, <laughs> so okay. So like I said, Nate episode. This is the case of Doris Ann Carlson. Um, she's a real winner. There's a lot of D names in this. Um, I remember that. And I found it funny because she was born on February 4th, 1962. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Is it all coming back to you now? Kind of it will as we continue this stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, so one article I found was titled, Darling Doris was a deadly daughter-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you know me, y'all know I love alliteration. Haha, <laughs> bloody babbles. Haha. <laughs> but this was um, this case takes place in Peoria, Arizona. It's just getting more and more ironic the more I read this. Yeah. Um, Doris Ann was married to a man named David. David and Doris. Damn. Ha. I'm just gonna read these notes verbatim because <laughs> I actually. T- well, okay. Never mind. I'm gonna stop there. So they were living together with David's mom. Her name is Lynn Carlson, who was a wonderful, generous woman who also suffered from multiple sclerosis. Mm. If you don't know what MS is, it's a disease that the immune system eats away at the protective covering of nerves. It's awful and very painful to manage, and it varies from person to person. Wish this fucking fly would get MS right now. Okay. Yeah. Stupid flies. But it only um, varies from person to person, not insect to insect. It's, yeah. It is what it is. It's fine. Stupid. Okay, um, it's, okay, um, so science, is what I put. Doris Ann was ten years older than her man's David. Cougar! Kidding, she's gross. <laughs> just, and cougars are awesome. So. Yeah, the animal's fabulous. I mean, there's some cool, I don't know, there's cougar 
that are... I mean, technically, my mom's a cougar. Jay's 10 years younger than her. Sheesh! Get it? Okay. <laughs> that was weird. I'm bye. So David and You're Doris... You're bye? We know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So David and Doris were down on their luck and needed a place to live in 1992. Doris told her mother-in-law that she would t- be able to take care of her as um, Doris was a nursing assistant. The exchange between... Or, um, okay, the exchange being Doris take care of Lynn as her personal nurse and David would get a job. Seems like a fair trade. Sure, it does, but it wasn't. Um, they move in and Doris just becomes a lazy, useless human. She had no, Yeah, she's a real fucking prize. She had no interest in helping her sickly mother-in-law, but instead took advantage of the money lawn Lynn brought in, which was $850 each month from a trust fund valued at um, several hundred thousand dollars. She had two annuities, but she didn't need cash now. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the combined value of $140,000. She was wheel per- we- Oh my, I'm fine. She was wheelchair bound due to the MS and had issues with controlling her bodily functions. Oh, that just breaks my heart. Yeah. Um, Lynn was insanely impatient with her mother-in-law and even claimed Lynn was pretending to have the disease and would often yell and curse at her because fucking gross humans do that. Um, the couple lived there for over four years. David mortgaged the house for money to keep Doris from having to get on, um, to get a job. Sorry, I was trying to skip a line. And be able to live a carefree life. As mentioned, Lynn became sickier, sickier, wow, yes. sicker as the years went on. Um, she had issues with soiling herself as well as she would even fall out of her bed. Um, so, pause for the pause, sorry. You're fine. Okay, let's, let's take a moment, shall we, audience? And go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> Imagine having that. Like, you have MS. You can no longer control your bodily functions, right? Yeah. So how embarrassing is that in and of itself, right? Yeah. And, and you're just, you feel, I can't, I, I have no control over myself. And then I've got this fucking in-law daughter. Right. That's, 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 that's a cunt magnetized, or mm-hmm. magnetized, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Magn- bigger, that magnified. Mag- I don't know, super fat. Um, <laughs> and um, and just treats you like shit when you're already feeling like I just. And then and then, can you talk to your son about it? Is he going to listen to you? Because she like, adores him. Like, ugh, she loves and adores poor, her son. This yeah. poor lady, and she probably already feels like an inconvenience. You guys have to take care of me. Granted, I'm bringing. I'm. I'm I let you live in my house or whatever that I have. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever. The trust funds. Yeah. She, so she. It's not like. But I can only imagine kind of feeling like a burden. But then you have this person who's supposed to take care of you, quote unquote, because she's who's got this nursing, nursing in background, the background, mm-hmm. and she's just a fucking twat goblin. Like ew. <laughs> I love uh. it. Um. Okay. The, on that note, Sorry. Doris was would sneer and call her mother-in-law disgusting. David would just as yeah, was just as useless and did nothing to help his own mother who had done nothing. Too, then. Yeah, who had done nothing his whole life, or or no, okay, would okay. Oh my God, Nicole, it's fine. Who did nothing? Um, his mother just loved him his whole life and would nurture him in his every need. After draining Lynn financially, David and Doris were hurting for money, so they decided to move in some people. Um, they drained her. How how quickly does it say how quickly they drained her financially? Um, I don't remember. Gross. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Ugh. So yeah, like I said, they moved in some people to help um, pay money to live there. 
they would move in 20-year-old John McGreekin. Oh, it's all yep. starting to come back to me now. And 17-year-old Scott Smith. Mm. The house dynamic changed, and it was not for the better. The new dwellers were noisy and chaotic. I mean, they were kids. I like how you said dwellers because of all the Ds. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, which made life more difficult and unbearable ah! for Lynn. <laughs> but neither David nor Dora saw this as a, any type of problem. They had money, a house, and the... Wait, okay. They had money, a house, and the free will to do as they damn well pleased. I did not type this well because I put did as they damn well pleased. To do did as they... Well, to do did as the damn well pleased. Well, they, they did. Diddly do dot day. <laughs> well, yeehaw. Okay, well, oh, see, I keep going, though. While Lynn literally is dwindling to nothing. There's a lot of D words oh, in here. Like oh, Ooh, there is a good burp. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, the Apollo burp. Okay. Um, Lynn stopped going into the house. Um, no. going into the house. No, no, no. Lynn was fed up and... Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. They have a little okay. Yeah, she was dwindling to nothing. Let me get this baby lashed out. Okay, so she ended. So I, I skipped a whole line. She was fed up and moved out of her own home into an assisted living institution. The money has stopped going into the house, and David and Doris were left to fend for themselves. Lynn. Oh, poor them. I know. Um, Lynn um, settled into her new home and started to thrive and actually felt happy for the first time in a long time. She was receiving quality care and liked, <coughs> and liked other residents living in the same building as her. David and Doris were drowning in debt and the utilities were shut off and the house was being foreclosed on. They um, paid this sweet <coughs> lady a visit and hoped she would help their financial, si financial situation out. Doris, being who she was, right out of the gate asked for $6,000. Lynn said she would think about it and get back to them. Doris was pissed, naturally, and knew that she wouldn't receive a dime. <laughs> because she didn't deserve it. <laughs> I'm really emphasizing all these D words it, now. Like because she's a fucking nightmare. Yep. And those were notes that was actually in the article. Just kidding. But it should have been. It is. It's um, in this article. This article. For sure. Um, Dora started thinking drastically. <laughs> I really... There's so many... Okay, I'm fine. These are great. D... Okay, because we're children. Okay, because obviously something bad is going to happen here. She knew Lynn wouldn't be kicking the can anytime soon because she was starting to thrive. She was in on a uphill swing right now. It would take that um, that much longer once she did for um, David's inheritance to kick in. So I put, if you listen to our podcast enough, you know what Doris is trying to plan: murder. Yeah. Hiring a hitman to take out her ailing mother-in-law for money. Because that seems like a rational choice. Not like she and David could, oh, I don't know, get jobs. You have a nursing in your background. Like, bitch, you can make money. She can make great money. Well, right. I mean, not if she treated everybody like she did Lynn. But, like, yeah. you know. But clearly she's, in vindic she's vindictive and has a darker plan. So this Ugh. brings us back to the two dudes who helped. Yeah. Or who moved in to help with money woes. Doris is like, Bleh. yeah, Doris is like, hey, want to make $20,000? Have I got a job for you guys? Mm -hmm. The number of twenty grand was off the wall, and with the debt she and David accrued, the amount of money wouldn't be left, uh, wouldn't be le left to even pay these guys if the deed was fulfilled and completed. Clearly, dear Doris, math wasn't your calling, but these two young and impressionable, boy impressionable boys heard that amount, ten k each, and they quickly agreed. So this brings us to October 23rd, 1996. Doris and David went to see Lynn to sign annuity documents to get help to pay the mortgage so they wouldn't lose the house. Lynn, badass bitch she is, refused to sign without consulting a financial advisor. Gal was sick, but she sure as hell wasn't stupid. Right. Facts. <clears throat> and that's the 
thing, sorry, too, like, you still have your brain function, your body's just not working with you, so obviously good, good that she, sorry. Yeah, sorry. no, 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 I, I agree 100%. Um, Doris, as always, became angry, so the next night, Doris told John that Lynn needed to be killed really soon, and Dan relayed the message to Scott. John and Scott dressed all in black, and they got a key from Doris to Lynn's apartment, and offered to drive the, who offered to drive the two boys there. I put men, but boys sounds better. Ugh. Around 1 a.m. scumbags. Yep. So, um, on October 25th, John and Scott were dropped off at a supermarket that was close to Lynn's apartment. Doris provided the boys with two butterfly knives and gun gloves, not guns. Oh my gosh, gloves, not gloves. It's gloves. <laughs> Fine. Two butterfly knives and gloves. Remember, Lynn lives in a nursing home type place. Um, Doris told them it to make it look like a burglary. At the last minute, John, 20, stated he didn't think he could do it while Smith was being the lookout. The boys chilled each other out, like talked it out, calmed each other, and John recovered his backbone, and he goes into the facility, goes to Lynn, who at this time is 53 years old, and stabs her 10 times in the chest, and then he leaves. He had closed his eyes and just stabbed, or stabbed her. He claimed when he got to the car, he um, stabbed her in the throat and upper body and was sure that she would die. Hold on, the I want to pause again. Sorry, put your finger there. Let's think about this. It's not like it is in the movies. Right. You don't you don't hit somebody with a knife how many times? Ten. Ten times. And it's like goes through like butter. It's not, it's not, that's, that's, you, have, you, have you to, gotta use a lot. I mean, even if your knife Especially is with a butterfly knife. Yeah. A butterfly, yeah. And after like, I would guess, I've never even like, killed an animal so like I've, or skinned an animal you know like I've never gone hunting and, and done the deer stuff yeah. or any of that or rabbit or any of it so anyway I would guess even if it's super sharp by the 10th time and in the chest I mean you're gonna hit a bone right you're gonna hit yeah. a rib you're gonna hit a, a something bone. sternum I mean, yeah whatever is up here with bones yep <laughs> just skeletal <laughs> system we are doctors bones <laughs> Got her doctorate in the last Guys, 20 minutes. I'm so good. I'm so good at this. I'm so good at wording. Um, that you... My point is, it's not like, sloosh, simple, easy. It's not like scalpel. It's That's not what it was like. Yeah, Especially no. with a butterfly knife. Like, 10 times, close my eyes, and it's just... it. That's a lot of force. That's a lot of pull-out force, too. Yeah. Um, it's a lot... Well, the D, man. <laughs> Oh, that's it horrible. wouldn't be super easy. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, okay. So back to where we are. Stabs her. He said he stabbed her in the throat and her upper body, and he was sure that she would die. He doesn't confirm that she's dead or didn't stage to make it look like a burglary. He just stabbed her and dips out. Bye. And this badass sweet lady lived for six months after her attack till oh she. Um, finally succumbed to her injuries after several operations on April 21st, 1997. Wow. Um, she was found the next morning by a porter at the house she lived at. Police were immediately notified, and then all of a sudden, David arrives on scene. A man who's never visited his mother casually shows up after she's been brutally attacked. The staff were immediately uneasy because he was asking, can she talk? Ugh. With zero worry or remorse, just there to try and talk to his mother, who was just stabbed ten times. She wasn't able to talk, and I personally wouldn't want to see my son knowing how his wife was and acted. Three days after the attack, um, so this is going back to, um, I think it was in October, October 21st, 
October, October, because she died in April. Yeah, October. Three days after the attack in October, a, f a friend came to see John and Scott, and they quickly told them of their gruesome crime. That friend, who's an exceptional person, turned that info into the police really quick. Good job. This person, yeah. They I actually know a decent human being? This is shocking. Oh, I mean, other than Lynn. Like, right. But like yeah. So this friend became an informant and bugged John McRegan's car. This article said he wasn't the sharpest pencil in the box, and I think that's beautiful. He wasn't uh, the sharpest butterfly knife. Oh, sorry. In the supply store. In the pocket of the In the, the pocket villain. of the... Mm -hmm. Yes. The informant sat in the car with John and asked again what happened. This dud says, it was great. We just went in and got out. We never got arrested. <laughs> Spoke too soon, Pencil John. Uh, the pencil dick. Pencil dick. Sorry. Needle dick. Needle dick. Needle dick. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the four were charged with her murder. Doris was convicted of first-degree murder and was at first sentenced to death. David was charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, first murder and was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possible possibility of parole for 25 years. And John was sentenced to natural life in prison, meaning he would die in there. Because that's what natural life in prison means. I don't... I think I remember talking about that in the last one. Scott, whose only purpose was to serve as lookout, received a second-degree murder charge. Um, years later, the case was reassessed, and on June 27, 2002, Doris, Doris's death sentence was re reduced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Wow. 37 dicks to their faces. 37 dicks to their faces. Very loud. Sounds like somebody's on the stairs with my phone, is what I'm guessing. Ah! I just got attacked. I got attacked by a fly. Stupid fly. At least it didn't go in my mouth this time. Oh my god, yeah. I deep throated one the other day. Hello. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was appropriate to say it. Yeah. Granted, I was in the middle of like a really big mental breakdown while my baby was just wanting to feed all day. Yeah. And then I freaking had a fly go in my throat. That was a good time. time. But who, Doris? Doris? Yeah, Doris is a fucking dirty dirty hogag like dumb I, beetle yeah i wanted to i wanted to say dingle hopper but i'm like <laughs> that sounds kind of adorable dingle hoppers is from the little mermaid and it's a fork and i yeah. like dingle hoppers so and i don't like doris fuck you doris she's just a douche canoe so see all these d words yep dick bag of dicks mm-hmm 37 dicks <laughs> To the face, Doris. Suck any dick on your way through jail, Doris. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Smith, sponsor us. We love you, Kevin Smith. We love you, Kevin Smith. Okay, that was really bad. Not as loud as this original episode. Facts. So, yep, another like not crazy long episode. It's fine. But um, now you get to hear it without the annoyance. Without the. Right. I mean, the annoyance of us babbling. Absolutely, yes. if that annoys you. If but that annoys called, you, but yet you're still here. Right, and we're called Bloody Babbles for a reason. Yeah, I, so. I don't think we could have picked a better podcast name in the grand scheme of things. Fact Alonian. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> so, since this is back in the past, hopefully by the time, you know, we reach the final episode of whenever that day will come, we'll get Wyoming to listen to us. <laughs> So we're going to just <laughs> beg. Hey, Wyoming. Wyoming, where are you, you at? There? <laughs> we don't want to throw 37 dicks at your face. But we will if you don't listen to our podcast. Bloody Babbles. Yeah. <gasps> Well, that um, Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters does our intro sounds. Um, we use a couple different ones sometimes when we post on Fridays. We like to use two different sounds. It's called Creepy Doll Music. Um, 
Yeah, if this release is close, it's spooky season. Granted, spooky season should be all year. Facts. And for we me, it is. It spooky season. I mean, it was bloody oh, babbles. Bloody, gory, grossness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, spooky all social... sessions. Spooky. Wow. All the alliterations today. Let's do it. D's and dicks and dogs and... It's fine. I don't yes, really know where... I was... I'm just really delirious. Ah! There we go. Um, uh, did it, folks. All did social it, media it. is Bloody Babbles Podcast. You can find us anywhere. Um, email us if you have stories of your own, if you have cases you want us to cover. Yes. Um, Pretty please with sugar on top. All the sugar. All the sugar. sugar. And all the dicks. Sorry. Murder. Yeah. Murder sticks. Yeah. Murder dicks. <laughs> murder dick. Murder dick. Murder dick. <laughs> It's a menacing of sounds. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's called murder, not muckduck. Mm-hmm. And that's my office input. All right, guys, until um, either next time or if you listen, if this ends up being episode 38, happy listening. You and mean 37? What? The next one after this would be 38, though. Okay. Because this is a redo of 37, depending I on you if. Said, but okay, the if way I you worded it, I was confused. It. It's fine. It's, it's fine. She's it's fine. got it. I don't. All is well. Until next time, folks. Babylon! Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked, and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show.